Today, I'm going to share how you can save more money during Christmas. Welcome back to the Financial Freedom System podcast, where I help you upgrade your mindset, money, and more so you can live a life full of financial freedom and purpose. This episode is sponsored by the 15-Day Business Builder Challenge. Have you ever wanted to start your own business, create passive income, and live the laptop lifestyle by working from wherever, whenever you want? Discover the best business to start right now if you sign up today, and I'm going to include a free discovery call. So visit financialfreedomsystem.link slash start to learn more and get started today. In today's episode, we're jumping into a very important topic for many of you listening to this, and we're talking about how you, your friends, and your family can save more money at Christmas time. And I actually find this to be a very interesting topic as well, because if you were to go out in public and ask a bunch of random people the question, what is Christmas about? A lot of the answers you'd get would probably sound similar to you get to spend time with your family or people that you love, or you get to give gifts to people, or maybe you get gifts from people. But when you strip everything away, Christmas at its foundation is not about anything like this. But It's been commercialized so much that people think that's what the season is all about. And I'm sure you could go back and look at how much money you've spent preparing for Christmases in the past. And it can be very easy to spend a lot of money very quickly during the holidays. And this can bring a lot of stress into your pocketbook and into your life in general. And I wanted to make this podcast episode because whether you celebrate Christmas from a religious perspective, you celebrate it because it's fun, or maybe you don't specifically celebrate the holiday, but you still find yourself spending more money this time of year, I want you to feel like you're the one in control and make good decisions. So I've got eight things that I want to challenge you on today. These are things that I do personally, and these are things that I know you'll be able to get tons of value from the things on this list. So let's get started. For the first thing, I think it's really important to set a limit as to how much you're going to go ahead and spend on gifts for others. And I think that you can do this in two ways. You can have a total budget and you can say for everyone, I'm going to spend $500, $1,000 total or whatever you decide your budget is going to be uh, in total that Christmas. Or you could talk to someone like for me, I talked to my brother, I talked to my sister, talked to my girlfriend, I talked to my parents and whoever you're going to be exchanging gifts with. And you can say, how much do you want to spend on gifts this year? It's it's that simple. And then you can decide how much your gifts will be. So I like this because there's a common understanding of both what you can budget for gifts and also what you expect to get in return. And I think that being transparent about this is the first step to making sure that you can save money this Christmas. The second thing to do is to do a gift exchange, or a lot of people call it a secret Santa as well. And this is something that my family's done now as we've gotten older and I've surprisingly enjoyed it. Um, it wasn't something that I was expect to, I uh, expected to enjoy. Um, uh, but we've done it for a few years now. And I remember when it was first kind of thrown out there or suggested that we do this, I honestly was probably the person who wasn't on board with it. And my family would go ahead and say, that's because I don't like change. And I can't argue that, but it was probably more so because 
I like receiving gifts. But now that we've done that for a few years, I honestly uh, am really glad that we've made that decision. I'm glad that we've done this, and I wish that we had started it earlier. It's just so much easier. And how we do it is, is we draw names, and everyone is given the name of a person that we need to buy a gift for anonymously. And then we've got a limit that we can spend on the gift, and then Christmas morning, we do the exchange. It's been a big relief from like that yearly tradition of what I would say is buying gifts for everyone they're typically smaller gifts because you can't buy big gifts for anyone unless you're super rich. Um, and sometimes they like those gifts and sometimes they might not. Or sometimes it might just be something else that they already have or just kind of something that is in the background. And instead, what we've been doing with this gift exchange is we can buy a gift for the person that we have anonymously and we can make sure that we know the amount. and We can also make sure that it is meaningful. And that's not to say that smaller gifts aren't meaningful, right? But if you're listening at this point and you feel like that might be a lot of work to coordinate something like this, this whole exchange idea, uh, I just want to calm your nerves about that. There are plenty of apps. There are plenty of websites out there as well that, that can make it very simple for you. So I'm sure you'll find one doing a very quick search either on Google, on the internet, or through the app store. The third thing to do is to make a list. And when I do this, I make a list with everything. I start by writing down everyone that I need to buy a gift for. Then I write down the amount that we've decided our limit would be. And it might be different for different people based off what you're going to agree on together. And that's okay. It's okay to have differences based off what people agree on. And then after I've done that, I like to list the items or the item uh, that I'm getting for that person. And if you want to be super organized, then you could also list where you're going to buy the items from too. So that might mean it's online from a specific website. It might be a, a store in your local area. It might be on Facebook Marketplace or another way, right? But not only is this going to save you money by doing this and keeping all this information there and keeping yourself organized, but you're also going to save time and energy as well. And those, to be honest, are two very important commodities that you need to be aware of anytime, but specifically during the holiday season. The fourth thing to do is to buy things early if you can. And I get that you might not be able to do this with every gift, but if you're able to get out there and buy things early, buying things early can save you a lot of money. Some businesses like to do some crazy things in my opinion, like raise their prices uh, when we're getting closer to the holidays, um, some businesses might maybe kind of unfortunately sell out of that thing that you're looking for. And then you've got to run around a million different places trying to find it at the last minute. And it's just easier to know that you've got your gifts and that you can relax heading into what can be a stressful season for many people. The fifth thing to do is to combine your online orders. And I don't know if I've ever ordered a Christmas gift for someone online, but when I was planning out this episode, I was talking to someone who was ordering like two packages a day to their house uh, over the past couple of weeks. And it made me think that most people are probably ordering gifts online. I might be a little bit behind the trend there. Uh, most of you listening to this probably have ordered one, two, three, maybe multiple gifts online for this Christmas season. And even though I try to do as much as my 
shopping locally that I can. Um, you might be someone who does a lot of online shopping and keeping these gifts in multiple orders rather than in one large one could lead to a lot of charges for shipping. And I'd rather pay for shipping once or twice much more than I would like to do that eight, nine, or 10 times. The sixth thing that you can do is to focus on experiences and not things, and not things that somebody most likely might not need. And I think that I am now a good gift, gift giver, but that hasn't always been the case. And it's something that I've had to be intentional on. And I've learned that to some people, receiving gifts is incredibly important to them. And that's one of the ways that they receive love. The Five Love Languages is a book that goes into this. It's a book that I encourage everybody to read, but it teaches you how people give and receive love. And through gift giving or gift receiving is one of those ways. So as I've become aware that everyone gives and also receives love differently, I've learned to be intentional on giving gifts and making sure that they are meaningful. And over time, this is really where I've shifted my focus to when I give a gift. I can think of simple gifts that I've been able to focus more on the experience rather than the thing. Some simple gifts that I've done that is taking my grandparents out for supper or being able to pay for my parents to go away for a weekend to a nice hotel. Those are two examples of things that I've done um, over the past few years and things that I've done consistently and I'm going to continue doing um, because I've really focused on gifting experiences instead of things. And if you're able to do this, I think it can be incredibly rewarding. It's something that I've really enjoyed doing. And I would much rather look at gifting an experience for someone uh, than I probably would getting a gift myself, to be honest. And now I can say that most of my best memories, if I look back at some of these examples of uh, being able to grab some food with my grandparents and just take some time to talk to them and something that I need to do more. But most and some of my best memories in life um, are just being with my grandparents, being at their dinner table, um, just chatting with them. And I want to be able to take advantage of making more of these memories with them and other people that matter with me, uh, matter to me in my life while I still have that chance. So uh, I hope that you can focus on experiences a little bit more this season than you can on things. The seventh thing to do is to do an audit of unnecessary spending. And this might be an unpopular thing to do, right? You hear the word audit and people kind of like freeze up. But this is something that I do personally a few times a year. And it really helps me keep track of where my money is going. And then I can also see if I'm wasting any money or maybe I'm paying for a service that I don't need anymore. And I can cancel that if it's the case. And over the holidays, I think it's a great time to do this. I encourage you to take 20 minutes, uh, 30 minutes and go through your bank statements, go through your credit card bills, subscription services. And if there's anything that you're not using anymore, or maybe you could replace with a free version, go ahead and cancel it, right? It's going to help you save more money and have you moving into the new year with a better awareness of where your money is going. And the eighth thing to do is to say no to things. And I save this for last because for a lot of people, this most likely is the hardest one on this list to do. You might be someone who has the fear of missing out, right? FOMO, or you might be someone who doesn't want to disappoint the people in your life, or you might have another reason for that. But this is a reminder that it's okay to say no. 
I don't think it's healthy to say no to everything, but every once in a while, it can be a good decision. And one example that I've said no to recently is um, at my work, my coworkers decided to do a sock exchange for Christmas. And I honestly think that's a great idea. A lot of people would have fun doing that. But for me, it's just not something that I enjoy. And I said to, no to joining it. And I was honest with the person who was organizing it and, and told her why I didn't want to do it. Uh, she's an awesome person. She totally understood where I was coming from. And this really wasn't as big of a deal um, that a lot of you listening to this probably would think saying no to things could be. So after that, we moved on and everything was good. So these are eight things that I really think that you should focus on this Christmas, this holiday season that can help you save more money, right? And if you like what you heard on today's podcast episode and you want to learn more about how you can live a life full of financial freedom and purpose, please subscribe to the Financial Freedom System YouTube channel and visit www.financialfreedomsystem.com to sign up for our free five days to financial freedom course. Thanks for listening. Please share and review our podcast on your favorite platform and I'll see you in the next episode.